All right, welcome to Equal Time Soccer. We are joined here today by an actual kicker to join a fake kicker uh, for this episode of Equal Time Soccer. Grew up playing soccer for the Minnesota Thunder Academy, NYZ High School, went to Loyola, played a little bit of soccer there, then kicked for the club football team there, now headed up north to Manitoba to kick for the Bison, Maya Turner. Thanks so much for being here. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. And this is this is obviously we're continuing our sister vibes on this show. You Morgan has been on an episode. Now the Turner sisters have officially made their equal time appearance. So that's great. We're mm-hmm. we're working our way through the pair of sisters. Any sis any set of sisters people know of, let us know. We'll try and get through the siblings. So first, Maya, we have to start. Just I need to ask you, when did this kicking thing start for you? Because I think equal time followers probably saw us post about you kicking for the Loyola club team. And then also that must have been sort of, you must have already wrapped your soccer playing at that point, right? Because by the time you're like, all right, let's throw on pads and get crazy. So when when did you actually start that um, process of kicking for the club team down in Loyola? Yeah, so I quit soccer like at the end of August. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the club football team, they're, season I think like the tryouts were like September like the second week of September so that's when I started playing for um, the team Mm -hmm. nice well and I think obviously every soccer player at some point or another if they're watching a football game and maybe this is only Minnesotans who see like heartbreaking missed field goals or something but every soccer player thinks they could kick or like they see the action and they're like well I could kick better than that so for you know for you when did that start or did you you know did you grow up a football fan and so you've always kind of thought of it but when when did those thoughts start sort of cooking for you Mm -hmm. yeah so I'd always just really loved watching football and like um especially when I kind of started burning out of soccer like the only sport I really liked to watch was football and I always thought it was really fun to just like play it for fun and yeah, I mean, I'd see like, you know, people kicking field goals and I was like, I can do that. Um, yeah. And so I'd always like my best um, like attribute as a soccer player, I'd say it was like always been ball striking. Like, you know, I'd take corner kicks, free kicks, stuff like that. Um, even like goal kicks when I was younger, because I could always just like take the ball really far. Um, and so, yeah, when I quit soccer, I was like, I still like as much as I like, don't really want to play soccer anymore. Like I still really like kicking a ball. Like I've always really loved to do that. So um, yeah. So after I saw that Loyola had a club football team, um, you know, I thought that would be really fun to try to play for them. And I went home, like, I think like the weekend before like school started, um, before there were tryouts and, you know, I had my dad come out with me and um had a couple footballs and I just, yeah, I started practicing kicking and I was like pretty good at it, like considering I hadn't done it before. And I was like, yeah, like, I think I could do it. Like, it's pretty fun um, to try to see where I can go with this. So, yeah. And like you said, you'd never kicked a football before, right? Like you'd never done other than maybe a random, like kick a soccer ball, like you're doing a field goal. Like you'd never done like the steps or anything, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just did you just start by just like trying it and seeing what worked? Did you have anyone had did your dad know anything about kicking or was he just your holder because you needed another human being to hold the ball? Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, he didn't really know much about kicking, but yeah, he was just my yeah, my holder and would go fetch the balls for me. And um 
I think I've like looked up like videos like how to take a football. <laughs> um, I didn't even really know like that there were steps, right. like, field goals and stuff. I was just yeah. So um, it took a bit to learn. Like you know, there's like a specific process, but yeah, yeah. So, so by the time, so how long was it between that sort of random time going home and trying it? How long is was it between then and trying out for the club football team? Like, what was that journey like? It was like three days, I think. <laughs> yeah, because um, I had, um, yeah, I went home, I practiced, and then I like DM their Instagram page. I was like, hey, like, can I have more info on tryouts? Like, I'm like coming. Right. That was a kicker. So yeah, and I went to try. I think it was like maybe like. Or maybe it was the next week. Yeah, it, it was pretty short. Okay. I didn't kick any time between that, but yeah. Were there any other kickers there? Like, was there, did they have a plan for kickers even trying out? Like, did they even know what to do with you? Um. So I was there like the first day of tryouts. And yeah, one of the coaches was um, with me, like having me kick like kickoffs and Mm-hmm. field goals and a little bit of punting um so I was the only one really trying out for kicking that day and then there was another kicker kicker who came the next day at tryouts um I had already like made the team by that point so I wasn't there but um he actually ended up um like quitting before the season started so I was the only um kicker and punter on the team for the season so I and I I will say for me like figuring out field goal steps was maybe the easiest, even though you have to fine tune them and get more consistent and whatever kickoffs are harder. Cause it's a longer distance. You need to like get more consistent, get more composed, all those things just to make sure you're landing right. Punting sucks. P- punting sucks so bad. I don't know if you thought that I, I had to punt and it was like the craziest having to punt a football shaped ball is like the worst. I don't know if you thought that. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was definitely really hard to, like, get the hang of, um, and, like, I'd never really been a goalie, like, I never really even punched a soccer ball, right? Um, so, yeah, definitely, I never really got the hang of punting throughout the whole season, um, right. it took, like, actual, like, kicking, coaching, um, like, afterwards for me to start getting it, but, yeah, punting was definitely really hard, um, but, yeah. So, so had, you, had you ever done a kickoff before you went to those tryouts? Um, I mean, just like a couple of times when I had, um, gone to the fields right. practice a little bit, but yeah. Cause that can be the weirdest part. I've had to teach people to kick from scratch who were not yeah. soccer players and teach, trying to teach them to do a kickoff was like brutal. Like to build steps from scratch is like so goofy and dumb. And it's so mm-hmm. weird for you. Like, were you just insanely nervous or were you just like, who cares? We'll just see what happens. Let's just go like swing at this thing. Yeah. I mean, I just kind of like, I didn't even know there were kickoff steps until I think like a month into the season. Like I just, <laughs> I just ran up and kicked it. Like it was a free kick kind of um, right. just like as I would a soccer ball. Yeah. Right. Um, and you know, I'm like being the only like kicker trying out. I was just like, like, I don't really have anything to lose. I'm just going to, you know, Pretend I'm on the soccer field, so. Right, that's that's true. Even though you're the only one there, it's like, wow, everyone's really watching me do this thing. But it's also like, well, I think I have the job. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and so you you obviously mentioned, you know, on the soccer side, you being confident in your leg came from something. You know, you used to 
be really accurate with the long ball. And so for you, you mentioned when you were younger, that was sort of like goal kicks, free kicks, all those things. But where did you like to play on the field just positionally and where, you know, to utilize those, that big boot? Yeah, I played outside mid for the Mm -hmm. most part. And then um, like when I got to college, a little bit outside back, but Mm -hmm. yeah, definitely like a position where I can do a lot of crosses and um, yeah, some shots outside. So what were some of like the biggest, did you take like super long free kicks then like around half? Like how did you get pulled in as like a long kick specialist your whole career? How did, how did you get used other than like those corner kicks? And yeah. Like- I mean, I guess if um, most of the time, if there's a free kick at half or farther, I would just kind of try to get it into the box. <laughs> yeah. Usually if I was on the field and I, I would, take it if we were trying to get a scoring opportunity so right so what does I you know I don't actually know a ton about what club football teams would look like in terms of you know how many games were there in the season how much kicking did you actually do you know because some teams also if you're like not scoring touchdowns there's not always like kicking to be done too so how Mm -hmm. much how much were you actually out there in terms of like getting game reps of you know even kind of getting a sense of how stuff worked and doing either extra points or punting or whatever, how busy were you actually and how many like games and just what, how did the season go? Yeah, I think we had about eight games. Um, And I actually only got to kick one field goal um, the whole season. (laughs) Um, You know, I got a few extra points. It was mostly kickoffs and punting though. Um, But yeah, I, I, I was one for one on field goals. That, hey, you take you take that to the bank, Maya. You take that to the bank. I can also relate. I've played on some uh, less than successful offensive football teams, so don't worry. I, I played low level D three football, okay. and it was, uh, it was scrappy as hell. So I've, I've been there. Um, so for you, what was when what was the difference when you finally had to be in a game and actually kicking? Cause even on kickoffs, there's at least some of that hesitation of like, Oh my God, I might have to make the last tackle or like, Oh, like I hope my teammates make this. But for you, once you actually went from practice to the game, that's what I remember being a big, big difference of like, these dudes are running at me. Like that's, so yeah. what, what was it like once you were actually out there either for your first field goal or your first, you know, punt or kick, what was that, what was that like for you? Cause it's, to me, it felt way different than soccer for sure. Yeah. So actually in my first game, um, it was a bit of like, I didn't understand what my coach wanted me to do with the kickoff. Um, like I thought it was an onside kick, but then it, I don't know. I didn't know where I was supposed to kick the ball. So it ended up going like, right to their first line of like returners right and they made it through the whole team and I was like oh no that's my fault like I have to try to make this tackle (laughs) and I just like I did get him out of bounds but I got completely flattened it was really funny um but if the tackle got made that's that's a mission accomplished Maya I did get him out of bounds but yeah um and then you know like after that I was like wow like (laughs) um can be kind of scary and then like I did get taken out a few times on you know um extra points and punts I got I got tackled a couple times too (laughs) yeah were you when you got hit was it a legal hit or did it end up in a flag and you're like hey I got us a first down it was definitely legal yeah um I didn't really know how to tackle very well um (laughs) but yeah it it was legal (laughs) I my first, my first time 
our kickoff coverage was trash and I had to make way too many tackles in my three seasons. And after I got blown by terribly the first time, they made me go in and do defensive back drills with them so that I at least like understood how to like position at, I'd never played organized football before. And they, and so then, but I ended up having to make tons of tackles like that. Like I would just get annihilated and I would just like hold on to their Jersey. And like, technically it was a tackle. It wasn't, I didn't look good. But what happened? So yeah, been there. And on so when you uh, when you were doing punting and stuff like that, how did that go for you? Did you feel like you got more comfortable with like kickoffs and punts because you got more reps on those than field goals? Did you did you feel like you got more comfortable as the year went on, or was it still just kind of like wild card factor? Um, yeah, with kickoffs, I definitely got more comfortable because I just started just like kicking as far as I could, and it usually wouldn't come back to me, but. Um, punts I feel like I got less comfortable as the season went on because I kept like dropping the snaps or like right. not being able to catch it and then you know they'd come running at me and then right you know and then I'd be scared I would drop it the next time which would make me drop it again so yeah right. um, <laughs> punting was definitely pretty difficult yeah. as but, I said punting is the worst mm-hmm. punting shouldn't even exist it should be outlawed it is it is the worst and that that's an official statement from equal time so that is a fact so we're going to do a super quick break to let folks know this week's episode is brought to you by pence homes i'm currently standing in a home that pence homes helped me buy they're a real estate team with keller williams they are scrolling on the bottom because this is a professional show maya you see that um i personally worked with nate and lydia when we bought and sold our home uh early in the pandemic and nate pence is a supporter of the local soccer community including as an owner of the Minnesota women's soccer team, Minnesota Aurora FC. Uh, I also enjoyed working with one of their preferred lenders. My wife and I did, Angie Shear at Luminate Financing. If any viewers need help uh, buying, selling, need a furnace, need flooring, reach out to them, pencehomes.com, or you see their Twitter handle right there if you're a viewer. And Maya, I'm super curious, when did you actually start getting like any coaching help at all on this thing? Because I see all of these videos on your Twitter feed and on your YouTube channel, you're working in a bubble dome, like you're, you know, you're, you're getting these reps. Um, And actually we need to show, let's show a quick video because one of these is like a very glamorous, like we're getting a very glamorous multi-person shot here. Let's take a look. You kicking out, out in the mountains. Is this up in Manitoba or where is this Maya? This is in Denver. Um, I was visiting family there for Thanksgiving and um, yeah, I was able to get some kicking in while I was there. So yeah, this is is great. This is super legit. It reminded me of kicking out on the prairie by myself at like 6am in Morris, really glamorous life you lead as a kicker, Maya. (laughs) So, so you, I know, obviously I've seen, you know, a lot of the stuff you're posting is, you know, you went to that Coles kicking event where you were getting raided by folks who really sort of know, the special team space, you know, punting, kicking, long snapping, all that stuff. But you really still have only been kicking for those few months. So talk about sort of that time from when that club season wrapped and how did you first decide, hey, maybe I should like actually go for this thing and like try and get some, you know, some help on the coaching side and train up. How did that decision making go from sort of the scrappy first year experience of like, let's just see what happens to then, hey, I think I have the leg to just do this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think it was like partway through the club season. Um, 
I had my athletic director put me in the transfer portal for football just because I was like, see what happens. Because I was probably going to transfer anyway. And I was like, like, if I'm going to transfer anyway, why not, like, try to play football? Um, Yeah, so I didn't, like, reach out to coaches at all, all, um, like, during that time. But, yeah, after the season ended, um, I was like, yeah, like, I think if I got actual, like, kicking coaching, I could definitely improve a lot and, like, you know, see where that can go. So, um, yeah, I was like, my mom's friend's son, like, had someone, his roommate, like, you know, I was on a college football team and he was a kicker from the Chicago area. And um, I got in contact with um, him and he gave me a kicking coach in, in the area to work with. So, yeah, I started working with that kicking coach in um, like early November. Um, so I trained with him, I think, two or three times um, before I went home for break. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so then... I went home to Minnesota, trained with a different coach a lot. Um, mm-hmm. That was the videos like in the dome. Um, right. So I got a lot of good like video from that to start right. using. Um, yeah. And then when I came back to Chicago, I found a different coach and I've been working with him. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, what were those first sessions like? Like, cause you had already gone through the basically, I have no help. I'm just mm-hmm. going to do this. I'm just going to go and kick the crap out of the ball and just like do the best I can. And you live through that season punting and kickoffs with like almost literally like no coaching help. Right. And then, so what were some of those first sessions like when there's someone talking to you about like, all right, where did they even start from? Like how did, how did those sessions even start with you? Yeah. So he just had me like kick how I was doing in the season and, right. um, yeah, so he watched me like the first couple times and was like, you know, there was a lot to to work on there. Um with just like the kicking form, like because my steps were like okay, but um I like I was just kicking it like a soccer ball and there's like, you know, there's a whole different like technique to it. So definitely did a lot of um technique work that first time. Um but after I got like got that down, um yeah, no, it was just like refining mm-hmm. little things. Um, is it like, are, are they like telling you to like lock your angle, your ankle differently? Are they like messing with your plant foot? Like, what are some of those things that you had to fine tune? Yeah, it was more like the follow through at first because I was like landing on my kicking foot. Um, right. But like when you kick field goals, you have to like skip kind of. And um, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot to follow through, and then kickoffs, the steps, and the run up was really precise. Um, and I hadn't really been doing that. Um, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, and it's. I mean, did you keep working on stuff like punting too, or did you narrow that in at all? Like, did you? You know, did you? Because a lot of the videos, obviously, there's a huge focus on you, like showing the length of the kickoff, like making sure you're working on that just to, you know, even just showing progress of like, Hey, I'm look, I'm getting to this distance. Or like, I can get at this distance. Was it sort of narrowing in the focus on the kicking side and sort of letting punting be sort of the second priority or was that just, or is it just not as fun to show videos of punting because punting is weird? Yeah. So um, I did like kick off field goal and punting that first session. Um, but 
you know, there's like a lot of different moving parts to punting and like, yeah, it, yeah, it takes a lot longer to, um, to master it. So I just decided like, I think I'm just going to try to um, get recruited as a kicker and just focus on that so I can, you know, be really good at just kicking and instead right. of like, um, yeah. So I wasn't really training for punting much. Um, but then when I went home to Minnesota, that coach, um, you know, he, um, uh, he put importance for importance on like, you should be able to do everything. Right. So I did get some punting work in with him. Um, you know, a lot of it's like catching and dropping. Um, right. yeah. So I did practice punting a little bit. Um, you know, after like a couple months. Um, and then like some of the coaches I were, I was talking to, um, they told me like, they want me to be able to punt. Um, like I might like be the punt, but like they want me to be able to punt just in case. So then I started working on it a bit more too. Like after the coaches told me I might need to do that, but. Cause it's also like, well, I can either practice it or not, but they might make me do it either way. So I guess I should practice. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's yeah. well, and I think I'm super curious. You mentioned talking to sort of a couple different coaches, so I don't know if Manitoba was the only one you were talking to, but mm-hmm. how did that first you know, how did you first hear about or hear from Manitoba? And also, we're taking a minute to shout out uh, there's a Minnesotan who played on the, the bison soccer team up there, by the way, which is random. So, Bria Debatinis, Debatignis, she's from she's from Rosemount. Bria, I'm sure you're watching the show. I'm sure you listen every week. So reach out to us. You can come on, tell us about what Manitoba is like up there. Um, but I'm curious, she played on the soccer team. So there has been a Minnesotan up there. You're not the only Minnesotan heading up there. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm curious, you know, how did you first hear about or hear from Manitoba? Yeah, so it's definitely keeping my options like very open when I started the recruiting process. I knew it would probably be like all difficult for someone to take female also who hasn't had a lot of game experience just started playing football. So, you know, I looked up like a ton of schools that like just had my major and had a football team. And, you know, I'd always been really interested in wanting to like live in Canada or just Mm -hmm. be in Canada at some point in my life. Um, Cause I'd visited a few different Canadian cities and I always Mm -hmm. like loved it. Um, And yeah, so I reached out to Manitoba like several times. Um, Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, and then one day I got a call from their head coach, and I like, I hadn't heard anything back from them at all, so I just kind of, like, thought they, like, weren't interested. But, yeah, he right. called me one day, and I was, like, I was really excited, so. Well, and that, I don't know for you how much, like, you knew about, like, the Canadian college system. On the athletic side, I sort of, even for this show, was, like, trying to refresh my brain of, like, it's called, so it's called U Sports up there. Mm-hmm. It's, like, know the university level basically um but i was even trying to gauge the rules was like actually kind of confusing for me at least on the you know trying to gauge the level of football of like wait what kind of school am i talking to because there's Mm -hmm. they literally send players to the cfl and the nfl like actual professional players come from this team that you're going to which is just like insane but then there's also seems like there's a lot of like volunteer assistant coaches and so there's elements of like the D2 Juco vibe of like of that piece so I'm getting very like bonkers signals being sent about it so for you how did you even try and gauge like 
oh, what kind of football am I walking into? Aside from just it being Canadian rules football, mm-hmm. you know, how did you like gauge? Did the coaches try and like compare it for you to like other stuff? Or like, how did you even think about that? Um, I mean, a lot of times when I would reach out to um, schools, I would like look at their um, like their roster and find their kicker and their kicking stats. And yeah. <laughs> um and yeah like I didn't really know like the like the level exactly but you know I did see like they send a lot of their guys to you know CFL and um it was definitely like it's definitely a pretty high level of well like it's different rules and stuff but um yeah um one of the coaches I talked to said it was like um like similar to like lower level d1 and level d2 so um i mean i don't know if we play any ncaa teams ever but right yeah i mean that's that would be my guess because like the cfl is a really long-running like pro league canada like if people don't follow it like it's legit and they're sending players to it so yeah certainly like high d2 is what i would say so that's like big time stuff big time stuff and so it was also funny um, to look up like the Canadian football rules to try and refresh myself on like what the differences are. So mm-hmm. I believe this is accurate. So 12 players on the team. Again, I believe this is true. 12 players on the team. If you look at the field, it has those super long end zones, which makes for field goal returns is like a regular part of Canadian football. So if you miss a field goal, it can be returned, which is like another added scary element. So you're very brave, Maya. <laughs> The field is slightly longer, right? It's 110 yards, I think. Mm-hmm. But the field goals, I think, are the same width, which is kind of interesting. It's one of the rare things where it's it's actually the same. And I know a lot of your kicking videos, you're kicking, like, over a narrow soccer goal, which I thought was, like, a really good way to just train accuracy, you know, go for, like, the nine-foot goals that you were shooting over, which is really cool. Um, but, yeah, what what else? I mean, did they, like, sort of – jokingly trying to remind you of any differences where they like listen i know you're an american so here are some differences like what was that canadian translation like for you of like i've watched the nfl i've watched american football Mm -hmm. yeah so um i like had been trying to look up the rules of (laughs) cane football and like i saw that yeah like the field's a bit wider and the end zones are 20 yards and um the field goal posts are at the front of the end zone and then Um, yeah, there's different rules where like you get a point if it like goes through the back of the end zone. Right. Um, yeah. So yeah, when I would be talking to like Canadian, um, college coaches, they would, yeah, like remind me of stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, but like, I just started playing American football, so (laughs) why not that much of a change me um you're like it's okay it's not that big of an adjustment because i've only been doing this for like six months so i'm good i'm good yeah well and so and so how did those you know how did those conversations go with the coaches earlier on you know what did they see in terms of your videos that they liked or sort of how did that conversation start and then how did it evolve i know eventually you actually did go up there for a visit which is sort of any college that's in a specific location knows that like getting the person on campus is the key to like getting them hooked in so they can like see it, feel it, like mm-hmm. see what it's like. So how did that, how did that first conversation go? And then how did that conversation evolve sort of as you went through the process? 
Um, yeah, so the coaches I talk to, like, you know, they see my videos on Twitter and YouTube and, like, you know, they're impressed with, like, the the accuracy, I guess, the field goals, like, um, the series with however many in a row. And then um, I guess just, like, the, the distance to um, – I mean, obviously it's not, like, as far as, like, you know – high level like you know do you want a kick or a good kick but you know you don't, you don't need to be janikowski maya you don't need to be janikowski <laughs> yeah um yeah so then i think they were pretty um interested also just like in my story and um mm-hmm. you know what i had done in the few yeah. months learning and yeah going through all the camps and stuff so yeah I mean, and like you said, it also says something that they were, you know, interested in reaching out to you and interested in talking to you. Like that alone probably says a decent amount too of like you said early on, I'm in the portal. I don't know which teams are going to be willing to reach out to a female kicker. Like I don't, you know, I don't know who's going to be able, who's like open to that or willing to do it. So maybe that was that first signal, just the fact that they were talking to you was that sort of a thing in and of itself too. Like, oh, they're they must be at least open-minded and not completely backwards human beings that they're willing to at least like talk to me about this. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely really exciting when I would, yeah, like DM or email them and like, I get something back at least like, you know, (laughs) they watched my videos and, you know, are willing to give me a chance. Yeah. Well, and on the, so we talked earlier about the kickoff stuff and I know you mentioned some of the kickoff rules and I think it kicks off at the 35 yard line and it's, but it is that longer field. So it is like actually a lot more ground to cover. And so for you, um, you know, how did, you, how did you think about like how much to work on like field goals, which are really self-contained, like I can just get good at hitting, you know, 30s, 35s, 40s, 45, just to like crush the basics versus mm-hmm. trying to, what was the work like in terms of that, which is so accuracy based versus like, how did you even try and train to lengthen out those kickoffs? You know, what did that even look like with those kicking coaches? Um, yeah, it was a lot with like, um, like the run up and the tempo and the, um, the plant foot, I guess it was a lot of just like technique work. Um, yeah. And then, so it is like, the same so they kick off from the 45 and it is the same distance to the end zone but it can be returned if it doesn't go all the way through which is like you know 20 yards so So, um it's more like they just try to hit it um more like directional so because they probably are going to return it it's just you know right yeah so lately i've been working on like directional kickoffs a bit more um so for, for you doing that, do you just do you just mess with the angle of your approach then? Are you keeping your approach the same, but you just angle the approach? Or how are you working those corners like to try and pin it to the sides? Um yeah, I guess I just kind of changed the whole angle as it right. kind of would be like for a field goal right. from the hash or something. Um, right, right. Yeah, I'm still working on that a bit, but oh man, I I hated having to do that. I would I would get asked to like train like a pooch kickoff and then try to do a squib kickoff. And then I would train all summer trying to do a long kickoff. And our coverage was so trash that it didn't matter what I got better at. I would be like, why am I even practicing? This is so stupid. This is dumb. It's like that. So disheartening. <clears throat> but I but that is crazy since the end zone is so long. Like you said, everything's getting returned. And so you have to just like, all right, let's try and 
throw it in the angle, but then I'm assuming it's like the NFL and American football where you can't kick it out of bounds. Right. So you need to like yeah. put it to the side, but only so much and you don't want it to go out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, and so you, this, I, there's a really good piece in the Winnipeg free press about, about you coming up and it was like actually kind of a cool like feature all about you joining the squad and it, there's a lot of good pieces in it. We'll make sure we tweet it out. Um, but I, I'm glad I saw that story because when I personally went to go look at the roster, last year's squad just had one punter kicker on it, like mm-hmm. one, one guy. And I know in that story, it mentions that when you went up to Winnipeg, you at least he was around. So you probably met him like Sauron or whatever his, his yeah. letter was. I'm probably saying that wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess there is. So at first I was like, oh, my God, are you really going to have to do everything? But then the story does mention another veteran kicker is coming in. So at least you'll have like a buddy in this process of like yeah. going up to a brand new place. And so um, talk about sort of what those conversations have been like or what you're when you're planning to head up there and sort of how that uh, preparation for that first season will go. Um, yeah, so probably so I think like the training camp will start like mid-August, but I'll probably go up like several weeks early, you know, just to start mm-hmm. like workouts and training with the team and um yeah, I mean, I guess we'll just see how, like, training camp goes. And, um, yeah. yeah, definitely working with other kickers, like, can be really helpful because, like, you always, like, usually right. want to work with any other kickers. Like, I learn, like, new things that I never, like, knew before. So, right. yeah, I think, like, training with someone who is a veteran kicker um, be really good for my first year. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. When I know eligibility up there is also a little bit different. He, the coach did mention redshirting. So at least I know there is redshirting up there, but otherwise like there's, you can play in juniors for a certain amount of years and then you can play in U sport for a certain amount of years. So I don't know if you have like a long flight path of like undergrad and grad school up there, but what's, what is the program that you were looking for? You know, you said you checked to see if they had your major, what is the academic program you were going for? Um, yeah, so I wanted to do something relating to graphic design. So um, Manitoba is a really good like school of art, and then there's a concentration in graphic design. And um, yeah, and so when I visited the like the art building, it was just really cool. They had like all these like resources and like um, just like a lot of like cool things like I'd never like seen before. <laughs> specialized to like art and like um yeah and that's always something I really like to do and it's like a yeah really specialized like art program so um yeah so I think I will have like at least four years of eligibility playing football maybe five so you know finishing out undergrad however many years that'll take and then yeah probably um grad school too yeah well how big I don't even know how big is the college because so you went to Loyola which is mm-hmm. down in Chicago right you the the Turner sisters all go to college in Chicago we're finding out and so mm-hmm. uh more Maya's sister Morgan went to DePaul for people who do not watch every single show that we do and so for you you'd been at Loyola right what were is it you know a lot bigger than what you'd been at before or like you said just in that area more specialized with like cool labs and stuff mm-hmm. yeah so Manitoba has think like around 35,000 so it's definitely a bit um bigger than Loyola um but yeah like the art program in general is pretty small um Mm -hmm. yeah so 
What's I I know almost nothing about design. People can see how simple the the graphics look on this web stream right now. The so for what is like the specialization you're talking about? What's that cool stuff they have at the design program that you were like, whoa, this is like cool stuff. Yeah, they had a lot of rooms um, with like a lot of like natural light, and they have these like um, like all these like canvases and for like people, like painting, and then they have like a mixed media room where it's like screen printing and different like ways to put together um like print media it was just like a lot of different types of media that you could use right. like mac labs for um yeah you know like online or like digital design and art stuff too so that's really cool is that the are you more interested in like the the physical art like the painting and the, the canvas stuff or more the digital stuff um probably more the digital stuff but i definitely like to take some classes in um yeah like the physical art stuff too um yeah i hadn't really been able to do a lot of that so i think it'll be fun to try yeah. to do yeah well this is this is great maya now we're gonna have to figure out you know how to tune into these games we'll share that info and tr try and keep track of your career and then also you know at any time you want to do cool visual stuff for equal time we, we obviously desperately need it because Mark and I don't know what the hell we're doing. So you can you can always come help us, Maya. So Maya Turner heading up to Manitoba, crushing it in Winnipeg, playing for the Bison, bre breaking ground as a, a female kicker on the men's football team up there. Maya, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you so much for having me and all your support. Yeah, this is great. Well, the, well like I said, we're all Bison fans now. We're all U of M fans the other way, University of Manitoba. So thanks for coming, everybody. Thank you.